a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. Hello, and thank you for checking out this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. My name is Andy Johns with WordSouth. I'll be your host on this episode live from our time, the NTCA conference here in New Orleans. I am joined today by Scott Meyer, who is the director of marketing with Innovative Systems. Scott, thanks for joining me. Yes, a pleasure to be here. So we're going to get into uh, some numbers here in a minute. Scott has a very interesting um, survey, uh, some data coming back about channel, uh, people's uh, habits on channels, the channels that they're watching, what they're not watching. We'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, Just a quick programming announcement. We will be recording about uh, eight or nine of these podcasts here at our time. We've got a Facebook live stream going, uh, and then we'll have the podcast delivered in the traditional manner uh, that we do that. But uh, you can also check these out on Facebook Live if you want to see what me and Scott look like. So there's that. Uh, So, Scott, uh, the work that you guys have done with Innovative, and and we've had uh, another Scott, Scott Sobleski, on Mm -hmm. to talk about some of the Cronin research and everything that Mm -hmm. that y'all have done. But you've got a new new study that you kind of want to talk about today. What, what are you guys after, and how have you got uh, the information uh, with the channel study you've talked about? Well, Andy, it's been a really fun project. I had reached out to our customers uh, who have our video software that can actually gather data from channels that people are watching and also the channels they aren't watching. Sure. And I was hoping to get about 20 volunteers to send me monthly channel stats so I could put together a report. Okay. Well, I ended up getting 53. Oh, And so we are getting channel stats data from rural locations from Alaska to New York, everywhere in between, southeast, Midwest, Texas. And we are gathering the data, which I really think creates an accuracy level with this, from 60,000 set-top boxes. That's a pretty good pool to to get the data from. It is. is. Good sample size for that. So, And this is coming from, uh, this is not like Nielsen where they're writing down what they watch. This is from your set-top boxes, right? That is correct. So really the biggest difference with our channel stats reports that our customers can get from the software that we have is... It's merely pulling the channels that that set-top box are, are, is streaming to. Okay. We don't know how many people are behind that set-top box watching. Sure, right. And so really for our customers, there's a degree of comfort there because it's not like they're spying. Right. But still, right. they are knowing what people are watching in particular households that they're serving with their video service. Sure. So it could be one person... Uh, binge watching something, you know, the mm-hmm. whole weekend, or it could be right. a Super Bowl party where they've got 20 people over there. Right. So it could be and I think it's important to mention, Andy, that this is part of a linear product offer. Right. So the customers are subscribing to ABC Telco's IPTV video service. It's, you know, we're not monitoring a, when I said streaming, that's kind of the IPTV vernacular. Sure. Uh, of course. So I just wanted to kind of clarify that. Good, good. Well, let's get into it a little bit then. What? So I think it's important to know what people are watching and also what they aren't watching. And you said you've had some surprising uh, networks you may not have expected to be in the top 10 or top 25. I don't know how much you want to get into actually naming networks, but I think it's interesting to see what people are into. Sure, happy to. I think the biggest surprise, and I'm actually part of the presentation I've done here at our time, was asking people in the audience what they thought was the most popular premium linear channel. Okay. And premium I linear being like, like your HBO, HBO, Showtime, Showtime Cinemax, kind of stuff, right? And I had given the opportunity for the audience to guess on my presentation today, and nobody got it right. Really? 
But the true answer is Stars Encore Westerns, which... Stars you, Encore Westerns. Westerns, yes. Okay. In fact, that channel in our 60,000 set-top box survey has consistently ranked in the top 50 for eight consecutive months. Wow, as now, a premium. As a premium channel. Now, what's really interesting about that, Andy, is the fact that HBO, Cinemax, Showtime, none of them have ever cracked the top 100 in eight consecutive months. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, because that puts it in perspective then. It does. So, it does. Stars Western. Stars Star Encore, Encore Western. Western is in the top 50. 50. Yes. And HBO has never cracked the top 100. That's never amazing. Never cracked the top what do you 100. Think? I guess it's just viewers signing up for it, right? Well, there actually, I, I've, I've done a little bit. I was really, you yeah. know how we are as curious Yeah, humans. that would make me curious, too. So, you know, really, we don't want to say that streaming doesn't exist and that people aren't streaming because they are. Sure, and and of the course. levels of streaming are going up. However, streaming is more of a complement, especially in rural America, than a replacement of traditional video. True. But with that said, and I'm, I, I, I have a re reason for explaining this this way, is... Because HBO, Showtime, Cinemax aren't cracking the top 100, that leads us to believe that they still are streaming content. Okay. Okay. Through the HBO Now or HBO Go, right. whatever yeah, they're yeah, right. Yeah, they're still streaming content, Netflix. So I peel back the Netflix onion and I found that Netflix has a very weak library of country genre full length movies. Okay. Okay. And I, I further corroborated that by going to Rotten Tomatoes, which is a research right. firm, an online firm, and you're nodding, and most people know what Rotten. And sure. Rotten Tomatoes actually rates the top 100 movie channels on Netflix, just Netflix. Okay. And there was one country genre in the top 100, and that was Old Yeller. <laughs> okay. So really, right. when you connect those dots, it makes sense that they're getting what they want to stream off of Netflix, but when it comes to Western-type movies like you know Clint Eastwood, John Wayne, that right. type of full-length yeah. movies without commercials, they're not there. Interesting. So they're going someplace because they want to watch those types of movies. So you dove deep for that one. That's uh, I that's took insightful. a deep dive on yeah. that one. I really did. Great. But, but doesn't it? It makes sense when you think it about does. it. It does, yeah. yeah. That demand is out there, and people are going to find a way to get their content. That's correct, yes. So, uh, and that's interesting. We could, I could already tell this is going to be a long podcast, so buckle up. This is going to be good. Uh, but what are some of the other surprises that you found? Well, you know, I think probably to me the biggest surprise when I look at the top 25. And those are the top 25 most viewed channels right, on linear right. video. Yeah. That's right. Was a channel called Inspirational TV. Okay. Now, I am sure that most service providers are carrying inspirational TV, but I'm not sure they realized how popular it is. Now, just for the sake of this podcast, inspirational TV is a somewhat of a spiritually oriented format, okay. but it's not real heavy into a religious theme of sorts. Okay. It's more family-type programming. Okay. But one of the things that's really encouraging for service providers, because... As we all know, the cost of content is really a point of pain up and for, up and up for and providers. Up. Inspirational has one of the lowest cost to carries of any of the content out there today. So I think that's really important for any service provider that's not carrying Inspirational TV. They should seriously take a look at adding it to their lineup because it is, in fact, consistently been in the top 15 for the last eight consecutive months. In the top 15? Top 15. Okay. So is that kind of the goal with this study is so that people can look and say, find the, the grid of cost per channel and then viewership 
so they can kind of make more informed decisions or, or what's what's oh, the idea behind absolutely that's okay. that's totally correct in fact some of our video customers are using this data and they're putting value to cost comparisons and then they're measuring those and if they're not moving the needle with the channel they're paying a lot of money for if they're not contractually obligated to carry that channel why carry it right in fact we've had some customers that have dropped channels because nobody's watching them. Hmm. And they weren't under any kind of obligation to carry them as part of a family of channels. Right. And they just says, well, you know, I look at these channel stats data, nobody's watching them, why do I carry why it? Do, why am I paying for it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the data that you guys have, it's an aggregate across the 60,000 set-top boxes, but can you also slice and dice it down by providers? Or are you looking just as the kind of the universal number? Or could you say, ABC Telco, oh. this is your data? Yeah, well, the, and that is, in fact, the truth. That's okay. what I'm doing is I'm getting the data from these 53 reporting sites, okay. but each of them sends it to me individually. So they okay. can use this to make their own decisions. And we have had customers use that to make those heavy decisions of keeping, dropping, adding channels. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So we talked about the, the positive, a couple of channels that were watched more than you would think. Mm -hmm. Are there any you'd like to share that, that didn't rank as highly as, as you thought they might? You mentioned HBO. That surprises me that it had never mm -hmm. cracked the 100. But are there any others that you thought would be more watched and are, are lower on the viewership than you expected? Um, yeah, there are some. You know, And I, I really think that, that, you know, like, you know, like the Bravos and the E's and, and some of those channels just really don't seem to have a lot of movement in rural America. Hmm. Uh, you know, now the ones you would expect, you know, Discovery, History Channel, they're doing well. The Learning Channel doesn't really do much. Okay. But, you know, I think, you know, some of the channels, like, well, for example, and I don't even know if there's a cost to carry or what it is, the music channels do virtually nothing. You know, you know how okay. the subscription video has music. No video, just the audio. Just stream. the audio. Right. They barely move the needle. Interesting. And I, I'm not sure. You know, I don't really because we're a software provider for video. We really don't understand or, or want to be involved in cost for content. Right. And if it's just part of a add-on to what they're carrying, so be it. But you know, that's one of those slippery slopes because. You might have one or two people that are always listening to easy listening channel on their TV. Well, you know, if it doesn't cost you anything to carry it, is it worth alienating somebody that really just wants to listen to music on their TV? Sure. So that's a difficult thing. But it is interesting. Most of those music channels really do virtually nothing. Interesting. Yeah. I guess there's so many other options to get there music. There is. You so. know, Spotify and, right. and you know, Pandora and, and, and all those things. That most people will have that type of stuff connected to their television at this point. Got it. I, I mean, I could, I could keep on asking this uh, for quite a while. I've just got uh, one or two more questions. Sure. But, um, is there are there any other nuggets or surprising facts? Anything else? I know you've gone gone to the well a couple of times here, but was there were there any others you wanted to share before we kind of wrap this up or head towards the end of the episode? Sure. Yeah. Um, Crown Media carries all the Hallmark channels. Okay. Okay. And I think this is really kind of an interesting nugget because the Crown Media, all of the Crown Medias are in the top fifty consistently. Okay, so your you know, Hallmark like movies. Hallmark movies, Hallmark movies and mysteries, Hallmark drama. Okay. You know, and not and just during Christmas time. No, I, I know that's no, the time you that's think a of great Hallmark. question, Randy, but no, it's consistently year-round, and I think what's really 
encouraging about that is my sources tell me that Crown Media is one of the more favorable content providers to deal with. Okay. The prices are reasonable. Okay. Hopefully until I hear this podcast, they'll stay reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> right. But um, they're also very good at promoting things. Yes. And, and from what I understand, if you contact them, they're very happy to share promotional things. Right. To promote those channels, so that would be one. Most of our providers are are carrying one or two hallmarks, maybe three, but a lot of them aren't carrying all of them. And I would really encourage them to look at carrying the whole family because they all do very well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's always so much, and you guys do such a good job of, of providing this kind of information. What um, you, so you're working on this? What's the time frame on this study, and then what's what's coming next for you guys uh, in terms of, of interesting facts you're going to bring for the industry? Well, this project I I personally you know assemble and put the reports together quarterly, and really have enjoyed doing it to the point where we're going to do it continually. Okay. And continually offer quarterly reports so people can see them, and we actually do make copies available to any service provider in the telco space, regardless of whether they're our customers or not. So we just, you know, we spend a lot of time and money with putting this type of stuff together because our customers have as much skin in the game as we do. Sure. And we want, if they're successful, make the right decision. That helps us as a vendor become successful. Okay. And how, if, if they want to get, you mentioned there that you make this available, how do folks um, get in touch with you or how do folks uh, be able to request that information? What's the best way for them to get well, in touch? Well, the best way is just to send me an email. And I don't know, it's uh, S-C-O-T-T-M at I-N-N-O-V-S-Y-S dot com. And I'll send them a quarterly report and there's no obligation and we just want people to be able to use this data to help make in, informed decisions. Sure. And with your permission, we'll go ahead and put that email address in the show notes for the podcast so folks can click on it and, and that way have it all right there where they can request yeah, it for we you. Wanna help, we want to help rural telcos. Well, it sounds like with that kind of data, you certainly have, are, are equipping them with the information. So, Scott, I appreciate you for joining me. Thank you. He is Scott Meyer. He is the Director of Marketing for Innovative Systems. We're here at the R-Time Conference in TCA's big national conference in New Orleans. And uh, I'm your host, Andy Johns. Until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.